Welcome back to Open Mic. I'm comedian Ricky Cole. Man, I can't believe 2022 is out of here. Hey, 2023 is on its way. 2022 was a roller coaster ride. January the 6th hearings broke down what's going on in America. But a lot of you aren't paying attention. Some news channels that you listen to won't cover the truth. They rather lie to you and bring up the border. And if they have time, they bring up Benghazi. They shout racist shit about Obama. But they don't want you to understand that America got in bed with some very, very bad people. They're worse than Chance Bond's villains. Organized labor, you'll be too powerful. You challenge those CEOs, stockholders, and cap vulture capitalists. The game is to keep you stuck in your place. They don't want you educated. <laughs> That's why you know I noticed something. I'm gonna play a, um, something in, later on in the show to let you know that. White Americans never wanted Americans to be educated. I don't give a fuck what color you are. They don't. These wealthy white motherfucking wealthy people who studied around the world and went to the best universities, they don't want you to be educated. They want you to be educated just enough, but not enough to realize that they're going to fuck you over. They're going to divide you. They're going to make you hate each other. They're going to have miserable wives come up with um, names like Mothers for Liberty or the Daughters of the Confederacy or whatever the fuck that means, but it's pretty racist. I'll be right back to let you know 2022 just got over the hump. I want you guys to listen to Steve Bannon. He gave an interview to Frontline. He's one of the designers of this insurrection that we're living through, the tempted coup. White supremacy, man. This is an Irish guy who know better. But his racism and his hatred fuel his ignorance. That's why the Mercers love him. That's why they fund his Breitbart newspaper and, and invested in Cambridge Analytica because this guy had a dream to spread white supremacy around the world. That's why the girl in France is crazy and bitch in Italy, yeah, in France. It's crazy. Le Pen. And then you got that crazy bitch in Italy. And then you got the rise of fascism in Brazil and around the world, right? Hungary, Oxford, you know, all down in the Baltics. I can't even name all those goddamn countries because the racism is so powerful over there. White supremacy. Like somebody going to actually take his Irish ass, who was discriminated against, by the way, um, and discriminate against him. The British have done that. So why you got to discriminate against the blacks? You're Irish. 
uh, European trash. Wake up. They don't like you. Potatoes famine. You know, I feel sorry for Steve Bannon because he could be a good ally. Just like Netanyahu could be a good ally for freedom and democracy. All that hate and anger that these guys have in them, they could switch it around and use it for good. The Palestinians wouldn't go through the shit they're going through over there. Of how we built uh, Breitbart News to really be a platform to bring news and information uh, to people throughout the world, uh, principally in the West, but we're expanding internationally to let people understand the depths of this crisis. And it is a crisis of both of capitalism, but really of the underpinnings of the Judeo-Christian West in our beliefs. We are in an outright war against jihadist Islam, Islamic fascism. And this war is, is I think, metastasizing almost qu- far quicker than governments can, 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 uh, can, can handle it. That's Steve Bannon delivering a Skype address to a Vatican conference in 2014. Joshua Green, talk about the uh, religion that informs Steve Bannon's politics. Well, so we just talked about kind of the newspaper bio of Steve Bannon and the blue-collar background, but the most interesting line of research for this book is Bannon's religious and intellectual biography. And this is a story that hasn't been told that I go into some detail in the book. Um, But in in the course of my reporting, I asked Steve Bannon, I said, you know, when you were at that Vatican conference, and this wasn't just a Vatican conference, it was a group of far, far right conservative traditionalist Catholics. Uh, Bannon name-checked a man named Julius Evola, who was an Italian intellectual and Benito Mussolini's uh, fascist uh, ideologist in the beginning of World War II. And I said, Steve, if you're not an anti-Semite and a Nazi and a white supremacist, as you're often charged with being, but you you see you're not, why is it that you are familiar with people like Evola? And he said, oh, you know, when I developed my ideas about nationalism, I went back uh, and was looking for an intellectual edifice to to kind of inform these ideas uh, and to find nationalist thinkers, you really have to go back to the 1930s and the 1940s when those ideas... Because Bannon has the president's ear. Breitbart News was founded by the conservative activist Andrew Breitbart, and Bannon took over uh, after uh, Breitbart died suddenly about four or five years ago. Under Bannon's leadership, even former reporters and editors at Breitbart have said that it became a haven for the alt-right, for white nationalists, for racists. Um, the coverage, uh, the so-called coverage on the site that was written by its, that's written by its reporters feeds into these racist and xenophobic themes. It portrays refugees and immigrants as criminals. It has um, uh, derided the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, and uh, the coverage uh, is, is not news. It's definitely uh, from a very far-right perspective. And if you read it, it will cause you to question your sense of reality, which is exactly what they're looking for. You read it and you think, wow, this is not what I've seen with my own eyes. And that's exactly what the Trump administration wants the public to start questioning. 
Um, so Bannon, when I interviewed him at the Republican National Convention in July, um, like I said, he told me that Breitbart is the platform for the alt-right. Uh, he denied that the alt-right is a white nationalist movement, but he basically admitted that it's an ethno-nationalist movement, and he pointed to these far-right authoritarian populist movements in Europe um, that were the model for the alt-right. And he said that these nationalist movements were alive and well in the United States before President Trump uh, became a candidate for president, that he did not create this movement. And Bannon actually credited somebody else with really spurring this movement, and that's Jeff Sessions, who's about to become uh, Trump's uh, attorney general. Let's go to Steve Bannon speaking in 2000. Now, what we're dealing with is white supremacy, straight up. Now, our media like to disguise it as politics, but racism is politics. You think Ron DeSantis passing those racist laws because he just want to be racist? No, he's doing it because it benefits his politics and his donors' politics. Ron Sanchez is an empty vessel. You can pour any bullshit in him and he become that bullshit. For an example, one of his cronies came up with CRT. Stood there proud on the stage knowing damn well it was a lie. That's white supremacy. See, Steve Bannon and Plan came out of the Koch's playbook and funded by those rich merts. Um, to um, destroy small town politics school boards lead the school boards into the town council work his way back up see back then in the days when their grandparents and parents was alive all of that was racist owned, controlled by white supremacists all the way down to the sheriff's department and the banks You know, we don't want to go back to that. But our corporate media like to act like it's just plain old, you know, politics. Um, they'll put a Republican on air and then they have someone to rebel him. That's all bullshit, smoke and mirrors. Now, they have parents standing up in school board meetings, excuse me, standing up at school board meetings making fools of themselves because they don't know what to believe thanks to Steve Bannon and before I play this next video of those parents losing their minds about some CRT and books I want you to understand that racism is deep in religion these white evangelicals is preaching hate from the pulpit. But they love God and they love God's children. No one really pay attention to what they're doing. They hold the Bible in one hand and they have the gun in the other. And they don't believe in loving your neighbor 
unless your neighbor is one of them. Now, they all riled up and crazy right now, man. Um, they so crazy that they put Ron DeSantis back in charge of Florida. Now they're complaining because COVID and some other viruses is killing people. And instead of him fixing the problems that he and his cronies created, they want to give um, veterans jobs. Teaching kids. Guys who have mental illness from war. Want to be in a classroom with a bunch of loud kids. That's Ron DeSantis for you, man. Like I said, he's an empty vessel. Now, Greg Abbott in Texas, who didn't give a shit about those kids dying at the school, didn't give a fuck about the electric grid failing, don't give a fuck about the citizens of Texas. But they so goddamn, con- I mean, conservative and racist, that they will put him back, uh, they put him back in charge. Only people who had sense in their states was the people in Arizona, because they knew Kelly Lake was a fucking crackpot cute crackpot, but pretty mentally ill. And people around her who wanted to take over the government to roll back the clock. The Democrats won. But see, this war on democracy hasn't stopped. They call it culture war. Young boy go out there and kill black people in Buffalo. He was a lone wolf. No. No. It's one of the oldest and most influential currents in U.S. politics. But in a country deeply divided, the Christian right has found a new voice. We desire to live in a Judeo-Christian nation with Judeo-Christian values. It claims Christianity is under attack and that God belongs in government. With pastors preaching its message in churches and its beliefs guiding ultra-conservative candidates in the midterm elections. I'm a Christian and I say it proudly. We should be Christian nationalists. The movement is known to many as Christian nationalism and the far right is taking it to the extreme. We are the Christian Taliban. Some are warning that this is fundamentally undemocratic. It was amplified by Donald Trump. We're going to protect Christianity, and I can say that. I don't have to be politically correct. Powered by his election loss, it broke cover at the storming of the Capitol on January 6th last year. You can't diminish what happened on January 6th from what's happening in some sanctuaries on Sunday morning. Their crusade is starting from the ground up, and education is the front line. Our school board meetings have police officers at the meetings to escort people out who get too out of control. To understand this moment in U.S. politics, you have to understand this movement. I met people across the country who feel they're battling for the soul of America. real journalists out there doing their job so I give it out to those who did this piece Um, support independent journalism because I'm telling you right now you're just in the corporate media you're not getting the real story you're getting smoke and mirrors we're dealing with some dangerous people man and 
2024 is around the corner. If Joe Biden wins, he'd be too old to continue it, to, to complete his presidency. Um, the Republican white nationalist movement is not going to stop. They haven't stopped in 80 years. And they've been here for a very long goddamn time. That's what Putin know about America. Something that you don't even know about your own country. There's some dangerous people here. I make a commitment to you, says the Lord, that I will not let the evil steal your midterm elections. We take our authority over this election. Jesus is Lord over the midterm elections. This president is not suffering dementia. He is possessed with the devil. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a satanic portal above the White House. There is a demonic portal, a satanic portal above the White House that appeared shortly after the election of Biden. And it must be closed, and it will be closed by prayer. We are actually invaded from hell itself in the executive branch of the United States of America. We're in spiritual warfare. The country is being run by this class of people who are not Christian. You know, you could say it's the left, and behind that is the Jews, and behind that is the devil. We are humbled and excited to welcome to the stage right now the representative from Georgia, Marjorie Taylor Greene. I also call myself a Christian nationalist, and that's not a bad word. That's actually a good thing, right? This fight before us proves to us that God is with us. He has chosen me. And he has chosen you. So listen, Oregon, y'all better go buy some swords in the name of Jesus, right? Pick up the sword and fight, and Christ will reign in the state of Idaho. Oh, yeah. Where's Goliath? November, we're going to take our state back. My God will make it so. So if we are going to have one nation under God, which we must, we have to have one religion, one one. One nation under God and one religion under God, right? The church is supposed to um, direct government. There's no separation of church and state. Right. The church and state are one. Yes, and I'm tired of the separation of church and state junk. This country was founded as a Christian country, and it can only exist as a Christian country. So we serve a big God yes. that's given us power and authority, and authority yeah. to tread over every demonic spirit. Hallelujah, Nancy Pelosi will bow at the name of of the Lord Jesus Christ. Nancy, she loves to drink the little children's blood. Well, now she will pay the ultimate price with her life. How many more kids are going to have to be boiled, eaten? Because you won't do anything, Pastor. You won't do anything, Christian, because you don't want to get involved in politics. And look, this is a Christian nation. This is a Christian country. Christ is real. We have to do the right thing. It's time to shut up. Elect Trump one more time, and then stop having elections. I mean, it's going to take a while to get this country back the way it was. Because wow. it took 30, 40 years to, to, to turn it around. Mm -hmm. but, but I think... 
It may take a couple, it may take 2024. Now, 2022 is going to be a really big... Real effective. Effective. It will definitely mm -hmm. set the, the pace on what's going to happen from yeah. here on out. Yeah. But I think God's going to come down and he's going to make Jesus, these people. And when you take really the new country laps, what is that going to look like? Um, I think it's going to look good because you have the, you'll have God back in the, in the government. You get God back in the schools. You get God back. You get the Ten Commandments. Think about living by the Ten Commandments. None of our kids even know the Ten Commandments. After we spoke, they headed to an event where the Christian right is finding a new voice. Where are my Christian nationalists at in this room? Thank you. This is the Reawaken Tour, a traveling roadshow attracting tens of thousands of people as it crisscrosses the nation. You cannot separate God from politics. You can't take him out of our government. Its attendees are anti-vax, anti-mask, and they're invoking God to stop the steal. On the sidelines, hundreds of people queued to be baptized by water and by the spirit. This really feels like a church service. And it's felt like a church service several times today, but then again, it felt also like a political rally. So it's both. I mean, I've never really seen such a mixture of religion and politics. Top billing was shared by a handful of Trump loyalists. The general who served two presidents, then convicted of lying to the FBI. No, no, no. The political operative convicted of lying to Congress, collecting money for his legal fees. And the man himself dialed in while his son was on stage. We're going to bring this country back because our country's never been in such bad shape. It's a carnival of chaos. Those who are preaching election fraud and COVID conspiracies and Christ. And that's the power of the message. The midterm election will be the first test of how this plays out at the polls. This new Christian right is out of step with the direction of the country, fighting against changing moral values, framing that as a battle against evil. What it ends up doing is turning political opponents into enemies, right? And that's a kind of threat uh, to the whole democratic project. I hope it ends up in us finding a way to have our own maybe legions of the nation and living peacefully together. It's a minority, but backed by powerful politics. And if Republicans win big, it could become an outsized influence, pushing the party and the church further to the right. Wow. When you listen to corporate media, you're not getting the whole story. You're getting part of the story. And that's by design. Profits are more important than democracy. So they give you opinions. You make up your own mind. You know, so it frees them to play politics. Give us some polls. Throw some guy named Steve Kanaki up there. And he pointed at a board because that's entertaining and a little informative, but they're not telling you the real story. Now, they have journalists out there where I borrow some of these pieces from who's doing the job. It's not getting paid big money to point at some board and give you averages and percentages. No, they're getting their hands dirty. 
They have people hanging up on them, but they're getting to the truth. Why our democracy is in trouble. See, the Republican Party always been a, um, how you say, a wolf in sheep clothing. They never wanted democracy to work. In part four, I'm going to talk about it. Thanks to the people who went out there and did these news footages so we can keep the fight going. Because like I said, 2024 is around the corner and Joe Biden, the man is in his 80s. Germany had a man was in his 80s when Hitler took over. And see, the new Hitler in America is Ron Santos. Trump is old windbag that they're trying to get rid of because he exposed them for who they are. But Ron DeSantis, he has a lot of money backing him up. And the media won't call it out. But took, take a good look at what he's have done to Florida. See, they would never go with Greg Abbott. He letting babies freeze on the border and he's putting people on the bus. But they can overlook Ron DeSantis flying people to Martha Vineyard in the middle of the winter just for a political stunt. And they get rewarded for it. But our corporate media act like they don't have a clue why white America is so goddamn dumb. And they act like they don't know why QAnon believers are so fucking stupid. Because they've been programmed. Just like Trump supporters. They today is just as racist as their ancestors were. In the past. They're the children of Bull Connor and the Citizens Council. These are the children and great-grandchildren of white supremacists and separatists. The brown shirts, the yellow shirts, the civil shirts, the Christian nationalists who wanted to overthrow our government in the 40s, the crooked-ass senators and governors and, and you know, and, and judges and, and, and lawyers. Nazis. Fucking Nazis. That's what fucked up Liz Cheney. She knew about them for a very long time, but she never thought they would try to go after our government. She was fine with killing brown people and defying, making sure that black people don't have no opportunity to pull themselves up out of poverty. And they damn sure wanted to fucking close the border because they weren't white. Who's coming in? But see, all of that racism they preached on Fox News and Newsmax and talk radio with Ross Limbaugh. He got awards for that, by the way. The Medal of Honor. Because he stood up for white supremacy. And white Americans, you overlook it. Because you don't want to see the truth. It hurts, doesn't it? The truth hurts. This new year... 2023 is going to be a roller coaster ride. We're going all the way down. Now, some of the racist people who gave Martha Taylor Green another shot, and Bullbird and McCarthy, and the rest of those racist son of a bitches who don't love democracy, they're going to have to take an oath 
on the 2nd of January so they can be seated. They're going to start investigating shit, getting media attention. Because they don't want you to understand they're playing a game. Meanwhile, nothing gets done for the average working man. I just want you guys to listen to a little bit of what CBS um, underground reporters went out there and got into the nitty gritty of what's going on in this country. Corporate media going to give you the bullshit stories, opinions, and polls. They don't want you to know that half of white America has lost its goddamn mind because you haven't taught them the truth about this country. No one's trying to take their goddamn jobs. They don't have to treat migrants like shit. They can fix the problems in their country. And they defend Israel for all its sins. She can fucking bulldoze Palestinian house down and build settlements and make sure racist Jews have everything they wanted and Palestinians and Africans who go there and Ethiopians who are Jews go there and they get treated like fucking American treat blacks in the 19 fucking hundreds 
racism. That's what Steve Bannon, Rupert Murdoch, Roger Hell, that's what the Cokes invested in. That's what Roger Stone and the rest of those clowns wanted. Donald Trump ran off of racism. Ron DeSantis is practicing fascism. They can let Tucker Carlson lie, Laura Ingram get pissed off, and Hannity cover his ass because he knows he's deep in fucking debt for lying on a, a, a on a min, Dominion voting machines. Knowing damn well he was telling a lie. You have millions of Americans believe those lying son of a bitches and they don't get punished for it. And white Americans are so goddamn racist. No, I won't say all white Americans. I say Americans who vote Republican are so goddamn stupid. I'm giving you a little break here. That you would believe the lies. Well, Joe Biden is not doing a good job. Why you would say that? Because you were spoon-fed the bullshit to say it. So, I'm going to close off on this um, New Year's Eve and wish you guys a happy new year. And I hope I taught you something. And tell your friends about my show, Open Mic. And I have another podcast show called The Crazy Mad Podcaster. Check out both of my shows and... Support Rachel Maddow and her new sh- <clears throat> and her show, Ultra. Maybe you'll learn something by listening to her. Listen to me, I'm going to piss you off because that's my job. I'm opposite than her. Because um, I think you motherfuckers should know we live in the 21st century. There's nothing out there you can't find if you want to find out about it. You want to find out about white supremacy? All you got to do is research it, baby. You want to find out about the Christian nationalists? All you got to do is research it, baby. And if you want to find about find out why corporate America took your jobs over to China, because they don't want you to grow. They wanted to tear this country down. Because Richard Nixon to Ronald Reagan to Bush and Bush Jr. had Nazis in this administration. It's funny. Fucking Nazis. Teamed up with the fucking Southern segregationists. Putin got his money worth when he invested in Donald Trump and the NRA. Happy New Year. Because 2023 is going to be a roller coaster ride. Hey, Why haven't you? Why haven't you learned it? Why haven't you?